it wasn't enough to be conscious at the moment because it didn't bring this level of satisfaction I needed. It just pushed it away. So after three hours, I was like, okay, this, this doesn't, this didn't fix it. So I think I need to do more self-care. So let's go for six. Then this became nine at the point. And then I was like, okay, now I need to stop. I need to figure things out. Hi, welcome to the Mindful Mindset Podcast. In this podcast, we speak about mindful things like meditation, yoga, and other things that might involve in that, but also about how you can shift your mindset and become a more, more mindful person just by shifting your mindset, but also how you can look, have a more positive outlook on life. And this episode will contain more about meditations, and this is a four-part series. So this is the first episode where we're going to speak about guided meditations. So in doing research for this episode, I found that there's so much info and about meditation. There's so many different ways that people speak about meditation. And it's so fascinating because there's so much to say about it, I guess. And I wanted to sort of take, there was, there was so many like, um, how do you say, there were so many articles and videos about meditation, which types of meditations exist. So it looked like everybody was trying to outperform because no one talked about the same things. But what I try to do is I take the one that I feel most speaks to me and I'll do research on those uh, categories. So I found a video posted by Mind Valley, and it was about four types of meditations that exist and it resonated with me enough that I would feel that these are topics that I can cover and I can go very deep within those uh, and I'll link the video uh, in the description if you want to go check out that video by itself uh, but for me I think it's important to just share my perspective on meditation and the first thing I need to say here is people assume that there's just one type of meditation meditation and it's like people assume that it's just like this. Uh, if you're watching the video, I'm closing my eyes, just sitting cross-legged and just sitting here and sort of just meditating. That's not meditation. Uh, that's one type of meditation, but it's more about what's internal. What are you doing internally? And the, the reason why people get like so, sort of, um, I guess, drawn away from it is because they assume that it's about being still with your mind and it takes so much practice. So when people show these pictures that look very peaceful of meditation or where they just sit uh, cross-legged or in lotus pose or whatever, it just looks very peaceful and you think these must be so peaceful people but I can never get there. So I think the backhand of that is like not showing the truth which is like it takes a lot and lot and lot and lot and lot of practice to meditate. It has to be daily just because that will allow your brain to get into that uh, sort of bliss state when it comes to meditation where you're sort of just one with everything else around you and experiencing that can take a lot of practice. It will take a couple, it can take a couple of years. It can take a couple of weeks if you're very good at it and you keep very consistent and do very long meditations but it's very hard I would say to just assume that you can have the best practice or feel like this is for me moment uh, first time meditating so the reason why I need to say that is because people tend to this, this is probably the most uh, common thing that happens in meditation. Um, okay, I'm going to sit, I'm going to be still, and I'm not going to think of anything. 
and I'm hungry. Oh, that was a thought. Oh, and that was a thought about the thought. Okay, so now I'm thinking again. Am I thinking? Oh, yes, I am. Uh, but food would be nice. Okay, I'm going to go eat. Bye. And then you leave the meditation and that's your entire experience with meditation. Usually that's, it's not exactly like that, but that usually that's how it goes. Give it one shot and then never doing it again. So there was uh, a couple of researchers who looked into this and in the United States, 50% of people have tried meditation, but only 8% have a consistent practice. So that's why we need to sort of talk about this before we get into the depth of meditation. Uh, and the four categories that I found very interesting is that Think of it like sports. I guess this would be like, if you're a sports person, you would know what I mean here. But like, if, if, if you have a kid and that kid would try, uh, let's say football, and they said, um, and when I say football, if, if there's anyone from the United States listening, I mean football, not soccer. I mean like football. It's not called soccer, okay? Just stop that discussion there. Uh, but if they would try football, I'm sorry, <laughs> if they try football uh, and they say, oh, it's not for me, uh, I guess sports is not for me, so I'm not going to do any sports. You would be like, what? There's so many sports out there. This is how I always, because I heard uh, the creator of Mindvalley speak about this and he had this comparison and it made so much sense to me. So when people start talking about this with me, I'm always like, but you've only tried one type of meditation and you said it's not for you. Like some people are lucky and they find their first type of meditation on the first try and that's very good. But then again, you have the bunch of people, the rest of the uh, 42% uh, in the United States who tried but never did it again or don't have a consistent practice who then just fall out of it. So you have to look at the different types of meditation. You have to try. Uh, you have to, because when you do sports and when you do fitness in, in particular, you look at different types of fitness that fit you. It took me years of uh, trying different things to find that I actually enjoy yoga. And I've recently just gone back to the gym and was like, well, this might actually be for me. And that was sort of, uh, deal breaker that I not deal breaker uh, that was a like a breakthrough <laughs> that was a breakthrough I had I was like holy shit because through yoga I increased my practice in meditation because yoga is a um, movement type of meditation because it's very involving of the breath so there are different types of movement uh, meditations but yoga is one of those uh, that I think a lot of people know, although I wouldn't say you should go into yoga thinking it's about the breath and very like this sort of, because the, the thing about yoga also here, I just want to mention this quickly so people don't misunderstand me. Yoga is not just breath. It's not just postures. It's, it's, a, it's a workout also. It's, it's very tough. And people always say, like, it was so much harder. I said, I, oh, oh my God, I was the first person who said it. I was like, this was so much harder than I thought. And, you know, like, I thought it was a different type of strength. At first, I was like, well, but then I was like, no, it's the same muscles, the same strength I would need anywhere else. It's body weight, but it's so hard. It's, it's, it's not all flexibility and, like, being able to, do balancing poses it's also very very engaging with the muscles and you can find yoga that engages your muscles if you just want to work on flexibility that's an option but that's not all that yoga is the same goes with meditation it's not all sitting still and being quiet there's flow meditations which are super good where you just follow your mind and let your mind just take you to places and you just follow your thoughts and you just flow with that that's very fun to do I had one of those experiences uh, a couple of weeks ago and I just followed my path. And then I was like, oh, that's very interesting. And then I keep, kept on going and I released a lot of anxiety I had about certain situations. So there's so many different types of meditations that you have to 
I can't give you all of the resources of like this meditation will fit for you. If you're this type of person, this will fit you because it's so personal. It It's so much about you and your history with yourself. So if you've read about habitus and your sort of um, everything you've done until now has reflected in the person that you are at this very moment. So every background of the culture you came from uh, where you work where you went to school what teachers you had what parents you have how were your first seven years of your life there are so many things that like go down into who you are at this very moment which makes you super unique because nobody is you and that is why i cannot give you like these types of meditations work i'm just giving you information on different types of meditations that are gonna maybe fit you but you have to sort of also realize that you have to look into it but i think why i'm starting at guided meditations is because that's a good first start that's a a good way to go about your practice so just like going and just like i'm just gonna sit for 20 minutes and that's a focus meditation and i wouldn't recommend that for beginners just because it's very hard and if that's going to drop you out of the practice i'd rather you do guided meditations in the beginning so sitting still and just like observing one thing and focusing maybe on just your breath that can be very hard for just 20 minutes um or even five minutes you can find it very distracting because you might actually have a very stressful day and you're just like well I'm just gonna add this in today because it's supposed to calm me down and then you have a stressed mind and then you go into trying to focus which is then again not what you want to sort of you don't get the calmness that you seek because your mind is just running a million miles an hour so guided meditations can be good in that sense and that's why we're starting our just sort of journey into these four categories uh, here so you have to explore meditation, different types of meditation and what you see fits you. Um, and I think that's what I want to say about meditation in general. Um, and if you're like, well, I, I'm not going to try it. I always ask why, because it's about your mental health. So when I speak to people who work out and then I ask them, well, do you take care of your mental health as well? They're like, well, you know, uh, maybe, I don't know. I'm like, how do you do it? And they're like, well, you know, I talk about things sometimes. I'm like, what? <laughs> it just, it just is like, you should involve any type of mental health. Self, like people say me, tell me they do self care. And then I ask what that is. And it's like, I watch Netflix and uh, Instagram videos and YouTube for three hours a day that's what I like to do and I do that that's fine that's not a problem but then again that's pushing away your mental health it's not fixing it it's not going within because you're not dealing with the things you have to deal with mentally you are actually just saying oh I'm just going to save it for later because at this very moment for the three hours from now to three hours forward, you're just pushing it further away. And then you might actually, usually you say three hours and then you end up with six. I've totally been there. But the thing I discovered with this was I'm actually just pushing my problems away for the next three to four hours where I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I realized after three hours, I was still not happy or feeling that I did some self-care because I didn't do it consciously um, because I was like, I'm just going to do this for myself. But like, it wasn't enough to be conscious at the moment because it didn't bring this level of satisfaction I needed. It just pushed it away. So after three hours, I was like, okay, this, this doesn't this didn't fix it so I think I need to do more self-care so let's go for six then this became nine at the point and then I was like okay now I need to stop I need to 
figure things out. And that's like a day that I had. Uh, this was two months ago. And that was like a story that fully honestly happened to me. And I was like, I, real, I didn't realize that my self-care was so hurt. Or it wasn't self-care actually. It was pushing away the thing that I needed to get done. So, so the anxiety I was feeling, I thought I need to deal with it. And I need to just take care of myself and let my brain do what I want to do. And the thing with meditation is that it lets you get into yourself and ask the question, what is it I'm feeling at this very moment? What is it that I need? And not letting your ego decide, not letting the, uh, your sort of ego mind get in the way of what you actually need. So being very conscious of it's not the ego because you have to tackle that. Oh, I want to do this um, now is very different if it's the egoic mind talking or it's the thing that you actually need right now there's a big difference there and I don't really know how to explain it so I'm gonna stop um, but it's very it's very important because the egoic the egoic mind um, is very damaging to you and it's the one that keeps you very away from the present moment it keeps you in the past or in the future uh, and gives you a lot of anxiety and stress um, so I don't I can't speak too much about this because I'm not too confident here, I think. <laughs> um, but if you want to read more about the egoic mind and your mind being a sort of how it becomes a problem when it lets, when your brain takes over and controls, um, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle is a great resource for that. Um, but let's get into the four categories, which are I'm just looking at my notes, concentration, contemplation, contemplation, chanting, and transcending. So concentration, very obvious, it's about focusing and focusing on one thing. So here you're cutting out everything else and you're just focusing your brain on one particular thing, which can then be breathing or anything else. Uh, then there's contemplation, which is what we're going to talk about today. This is more the thinking part of the meditation. So here we go into like visualizations, chakra meditations, guided meditations, and affirmations, just because they, they sort of, um, they make you think. They want the brain sort of active. The, other, the focus uh, or the concentration meditation is more about shutting the brain off and just focusing on the breath or maybe the third eye, which is located between your eyebrows. So that is an entire sort of thing, I guess. So then there's chanting, which is the mind is still active here. And it's more about chanting to yourself or uh, out loud. And it's sort of, a, it can be to music, it can be to sort of just like, um, these sort of uh, monks uh, and Buddhist and uh, Hindu, Hindu, Hinduism culture, Hindi, Hindi culture. I don't know. Um, so these sort of um chanting things uh, are involved here. They're very powerful. Uh, and actually, if you've not seen it, you should definitely look up something like chanting meditations and just watch like even if you don't understand what they're saying uh it's quite the, the language is beautiful in itself and the chanting just it just does something to you it's very fun um so sometimes i learn the words and i just go chanting with them and it's just like <laughs> i don't know what i'm saying <laughs> i might <laughs> I might just say the dumbest things. I might even pronounce everything wrong, but I think it's super fun because you get connected to them, the people who are saying it. But uh, for these, I always use like headphones or like guided. They're sort of guided, but like I go into, uh, uh, I just need to hear it and then I keep chanting it with them. Um, but we'll go deep into that in that episode. Um, transcending 
uh, is more about having some sort of vibration or sound that then uh, it's more of a holistic practice, I guess, uh, sort of healing from within, but also it's it moves away from a lot of things in your sort of breath and within you and your, you know, um, takes your your it takes you away from your uh, brain waves and moves uh, from a better I guess beta uh, brainwave state uh, to a more delta brainwave state and there's a lot of science and neuroscience done about this and the brainwaves that happen in your brain uh, have a hertz and it's all too complicated for me to know uh, without any sort of knowledge so for that episode we're going to speak more about those and what they affect but what they do is they sort of disconnect your thinking and you become sort of more receptive to healing from within and it goes very deep and they can be very powerful um, powerful meditations here that you can do that are transcending um, the sound is very very important here so it can be a sound it can be a vibration but um, for these I always use headphones uh, I've tried all of these categories um, the ones I do now is concentration meditations because I use it in the morning and in the evening I do, well, in the evening I wouldn't say I do a concentration meditation. There is more contemplation uh, and I visualize uh, and sort of get into, um, I guess, um, I, 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 the flow meditations have been super powerful. So um, actually I lied when I said the last three weeks. I've, I did one yesterday. Why didn't I mention that? But like flow meditations are super cool because you just follow your thought. I just accepting that you are very like open-minded or you, open you're overthinking at points. I overthink a lot. And having that flow meditation in the end of the day is super powerful for me personally. Um, but let's speak about guided meditations because this is what this episode should be about. But first, if you do, oh, you won't know this if you didn't listen to the first episode, but we have water breaks on this show for anyone who's new. Um, and when I say water break, you grab a bottle of water, a glass of water, and you sip water. And when I say water break again, then the water breaks over. And after that, you cannot drink water again until the next water break or until the episode ends. Uh, that's a... Uh, laws of the universe and if you break them you will have bad karma so let's just go water break i want more what's that kind of bad it's like almost down to the wrong throat <coughs> yeah water break over cool Let's get into guided meditations. Uh, wait, wait. I, I, I can't sit still. See, I, I all the time moving, doing things with my hands and all the time sort of. So when I'm not meditating, I'm always like all over the place, which is super fascinating to me that I'm trying to teach people how to meditate. And I cannot sit still if not. If, it, if it's meditation, I sit still. But other than that, no. Hell no. Um, <laughs> let's uh, speak about guided meditations before I reveal too much about myself. But uh, guided meditations are very impactful. And I think they're a good place to start for anyone who, want, who is looking to start with meditating and going towards a more guided meditation or like doing a meditation practice and making it a habit it becomes good to have someone telling you or reaffirming you that it is very normal what you're going through because everyone is very um like i have i have practices now three to five years later after starting i i say three to five years it sounds like i don't know i have no idea actually uh it sounds like i don't know and i don't uh, i know that it's more than three years 
and it's not more than five years and it's somewhere there because I somewhere between 2015 after I graduated and 2018 uh, when I had started support management somewhere there in between I just had a moment of starting meditating uh, and making it more of a practice so so when I started three to five years ago I just don't know why but I got so stuck for the first two to three years with just doing guided meditations so it's been um, it's been a long process and it's very hard to say why I stuck with guided meditation for so long. I think I, I stuck with it just because I felt like it was the right thing for me. But I did not also realize, I did not also try different types of meditations. And I'm not saying that you cannot stick to guided meditations, but there is a backside to it. Because guided meditations are very much... Uh, um, they are very much uh, sort of they're thinking meditations so you use your brain very actively but they're also what the other person is telling you to feel so they're very short term in their fix because sometimes I do an anxiety and stress meditations that are guided I think that's very good that I can go back to that just because that's a moment where I need the affirmation i need the reaffirming uh, the reaffirming feeling that what i'm going through is normal or that someone else knows what that feels like so guided meditation can be very powerful they can do very much for you but if you don't add a normal practice to that that isn't guided you're not going to see your meditation practice evolve just because it's harder to get to that mental state where you're feeling a bliss, a conscious awareness, um, a very sort of oneness with the universe, or it sounds all very hippie, and it doesn't. You don't have to get there. You can just meditate and get more focus, but you're also going to realize that you can reach things like the flow state much easier when you do focus meditations. Um, and like it's i think it's what whatever you feel works for you is fine and i don't want to tell someone to not do guided meditations but if you want a deepened practice then a guided meditation is going to hinder you because when someone tells you how to meditate it's not your own authenticity that's shining in your meditation practice it's someone else helping you to get there and it's you at some point need to break out of it. Uh, if you, this, this, of course, this is a way when you want to sort of go deeper within your practice and you feel like you have the power to do so by yourself. You have to be very comfortable with sitting by yourself. And that it's almost like when you go from having, for me, who had a long practice of guided meditations and going on to sitting by myself and just quiet and doing focused meditations just became this sort of feeling of I, I'm starting all over but in a good way because I was like this makes so much sense so I was sort of just like confused here where I was like hmm, this is, <laughs> this is weird um, and I thought it would be more easy than it actually was because I had so much practice but the practice was being guided. The practice wasn't me by myself. So it's sort of like if you learn to ski and the first years of you just skiing, you just have someone who's holding you and who's helping you. Uh, it's just like when you then after a year have to go without them, it's going to be kind of hard because you've done so much of that practice and that was a very bad comparison but I hope that makes sense because you don't want to get stuck with the need to be I guess you don't want to be stuck with the need to be like uh, 
like the dependency on someone else can't always be there and it can feel very scary at moments uh, to not have someone guided um, but when you start out that guidance and that reaffirming feeling is very comfortable it helps you a lot to sort of because then you always have if you have like if you find a meditation that's guided that's very very good for you then you sort of just like ah oh, this i like this one and then you just like oh ah oh ah there, let's go it's it's just fascinating to me that there are so many different people doing guided meditations and then I just find one and I'm like, I'm sticking with this one for another month just because it was so good. Um, at this moment, when I'm dealing with stress and, and anxiety, I, I realized that there was this, uh, on YouTube, there's a video called Guided Meditation for Anxiety and Stress, and it's by Goodful, I think. Um, and I've used that for the last times that I've been sort of con uh, feeling um, anxiety and stressed or feeling a bit depressed or feeling like there's shoulders, my shoulders. <laughs> you know when there's shoulders in the game? Uh, yeah, those. No, but <laughs> when you feel like a weight on your shoulders, that's what I wanted to say, it's... It just becomes this sort of um, just like um, you need that tension release. But what I then after a while realized also is that not switching made my brain expect a certain result. And when you know the words that are coming, when you meditate and you're like, this person is going to say this or you sort of recognize what they're saying, you're like, well, I already know this. Then it just becomes like you're just sitting there like, mm-hmm, yeah, sure, sure. And then you go out of the guided meditation and you don't feel a lot better. Uh, you feel some relief, of course, but that's where I think guided meditations have been a problem for me to get to that state of, I guess, I guess it's like, it's, yeah, it's what you want it to be or however you feel that, However you feel that it makes sense for you, um, I'm losing uh, track of what I'm trying to say here. But like guided meditations can work very well, especially in the beginning. When dealing with an anxiety and stress, they work very well. I would recommend that you're switching it up every once in a while to not be too like, I'm doing this now, only this, nothing else. And then you get stuck and you don't actually see your meditation practice evolve. Because as well as it goes for like the comparison to fitness, when you go to the gym, you expect to see results. You expect to see your muscles grow and your uh, chest to grow or your legs to grow. I don't know. What, why do people go to the gyms? I'm just kidding. But like you expect to see results. So with your mental health and your mental fitness, which I sometimes call it, you, you need to be very conscious of the fact that if you're just doing the same amount of reps uh, at the gym, like if you're just doing like, I'm just doing 20 kilos, just like going up and down, and that's my bicep curls, and that's all I'm doing at the gym. After a while, if you just keep doing the same number of sets and reps, then you're not going to see results if you're not putting more weight in. So when you're putting more weight in, you're sort of switching it up, which is then again what you need to do with your meditation. You need to switch it up. Go deeper, go more advanced, go more, go hard, put more, more weight on your practice. Make it longer, make it harder. It will, that's how you have to sort of attack, tackle it. Because just going and just like doing it just for doing it, it's not gonna, you have to look at it as a mental workout to meditate and it's hard. But the guidance in the beginning, it's almost like a, uh, it's almost like a free personal trainer. Uh, that's how I would view it. But 
I mean, can always always find. Um, when is it? Wait, when there's a free person? Yeah, uh, maybe. <laughs> I'm just all over the place, so let's just do a water break here. So... Water break over. And... Guided meditations are super impactful. They are a good way to start. I'm not trying to like diminish anyone who does guided meditation. I'm even trying to start to do guided meditation, so maybe I shouldn't bash on too hard. I just mean that I don't want you to go there. And once you stop seeing results from guided meditations, you need to switch it up. For me, after a year, I was like, oh my God, I've been doing this for the last six months, but they've not actually been improving my meditation practice. And there's a reason for it not working, because nobody guides one hour meditations but sitting down every once in a while for me and doing an hour practice just like for an hour straight is so tough and such a workout that it almost takes out every energy i have uh for the day and but it's 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 self-discipline and teaching yourself self-discipline is so so good it's so needed in your everyday life. So that can also make your sort of brain feel like you're accomplishing things when you meditate. First, uh, I also want first, firstly, yeah, we're, uh, <laughs> maybe I should have also said that there's resources out there for free meditations. On YouTube, there's a lot if you just search for guided meditation and then add a, like a topic maybe depression and anxiety maybe focus maybe sleep maybe wind down there's a lot of meditations that are guided on youtube there's also music for meditation you can just search for that um, ones that i would recommend on youtube is uh, the honest guys it's uh, two guys from the uk i think who do meditations and guided meditations um, and they're very good. I like them very much, actually. Uh, <laughs> and they're very, very good to sort of get you into whatever the, the reason for your meditation practice is uh, and why you want to start meditating will make sense when you find that sort of um, right type of meditation. For me, the honest guy worked a lot in the beginning. And I felt like I had to switch it up. Um, other free resources that I can recommend. Insight Timer. They tell me it's the only free or the best free app for meditating. Which I don't think it all... It changed at least uh, before I got on the platform I think. But now you can pay for premium uh, on Insight Timer. Uh, the meditations, the sleep meditations, the sleep stories, all these things are free. But if you pay the premium, then you get also these sort of 10 days for gratitude or 10 days for feeling more focused. Or there are these sort of, I guess, courses uh, where you have like a daily practice for 10 days or 14 days or 30 days or however long it is. And it's very powerful, it's very good. I think those are very nice. I tried the test version of it. And the thing you can't do when you have the free version is also like go back and forth in meditations. But once you're meditating, you should just focus on just being there. Uh, they also have on Inside Timer a sort of bell that you can just like put 20 minutes on and they have a bell that rings at the start and at the end of the meditation. So you have sort of just like guidance. You can also add ambient sounds and yeah, uh, but the inside timer, I felt like the premium wasn't too worth it. Uh, so I didn't purchase or I didn't continue after my trial period. Um, then there's Plum Village, also free. Uh, entirely, you can donate, but that doesn't give you any access. So I don't think it counts as a payment wall in any way. Um, the thing I like about Plum Village is that it's all free very very impactful there's one called the childhood meditation that i like a lot 
and that's super impactful what they have there is they um it's a 40 minute meditation uh, and it takes you back to your childhood and you can sort of go very deep within uh, and find things and unlock things that you didn't think you'd even remember so can hard, hardly can easily recommend those things or that meditation uh, the app in itself is by Thich Nhat Hanh, the creator of the mindfulness word uh, did I show this last time uh, or speak about this Thich Nhat Hanh has a essentialism no uh, mindfulness essentials that's what I wanted to say uh, a series called how to live and it's six books here's five uh, how to sit how to eat how to walk how to love how to relax but I also have how to fight and it wasn't included in this series so I don't know why I don't know why it isn't but there's six books out there about uh, the essentials of mindfulness and it's a very good series I would really recommend reading them uh, they're good books and I think what you can sort of um, look for in this app. So uh, yeah, the app is created by Tihnatan, but with the app you can find all these types uh, of eating meditations, uh, tea meditations, which if you've not tried them, please do if you drink tea. Um, but yeah, uh, then there's other that are have like a free version, but then there's also the payment wall where you get less let's say and the first one is headspace uh, i think this is the most expensive one for yearly um, price uh, or a yearly uh, subscription um, headspace is a great app a lot of people talk about it and i think it's important to understand why because there are two people that i know that do the voices on or like the guided meditations on headspace uh, and they have the most soothing voice ever like it's insane like they have free periods if you do a month subscription you get seven days and if you do um year subscription you get 14 days uh for free uh, as a trial period um and the voice of the person who speaks is so soothing that I cannot even begin to describe it because it's so far from how I speak. But <laughs> um, yeah, it's Headspace is great. It's a great, great app. A lot of the things they have, the practices they have are in packages. So they can be like 30 days or 10 days, but it's like focus or it can be productivity or stress or anxiety or um, I like the concept because it has to be day by day and it has to be like I would always recommend that if you do meditate or want to start meditate you keep it at a daily practice of course there can be exceptions but don't go more than three days without meditating because it will affect your uh, practice um, so what I also want to say here is that um, Headspace is great because they view it as a sort of long process. It's not just like the one-time guided meditation. Uh, super good, totally recommend it. And then there is Calm, super good app as well. Uh, the design uh, in Calm I like better because you can sort of, it's, once you open the app, it's so peaceful. Uh, you can just the app reads through that sort of calmness also costs uh, i don't even know if the free version of the app if you don't sign up you might not actually get anything there uh not entirely sure about that so um calm is a great app they have a lot of how do you say <laughs> they have a lot of guided meditations but they have some really really good sleep meditation sleep stories they have one with matthew mcconaughey which is mind-blowing because he read a, like a good night story and like just hearing his voice when i went to bed it was like i don't know just 
<laughs> I fell in love with him uh, in a whole new way and it was super powerful. I uh, can really recommend Calm. It's a good app. Unplug, I've had a little bit of a problem with them. Uh, it's a good app. They're good meditations. It's out from the studio they have in LA. So there's this thing with that studio. I think they now with the COVID did live stream guided meditations from on the app for the people who could not make it to the studio or the studio was closed. I don't know. But it's a, it started from a, a meditation center in LA. Uh, I think Santa Monica, if I'm not entirely wrong uh, or somewhere there. I might even be wrong on the city, but you know, um, it's a good app. Uh, the thing I have had a problem with in the app is just uh, how you, um, everything is videos, which means that when I locked my phone, it shut the video off, which is a bit annoying. Um, so I couldn't lock my phone and it drained a lot of battery as well. So that was a sort of a problem I had with it. And then some videos did not play. Um, so there were a bit of bugs, but all in all, it was a good app, good experience. Uh, and they have some really good meditations there that worked with super well with me. But for me, the investment was too much for yearly subscription for the outcome that I got. Uh, that's my honest opinion. And maybe someone has a good opinion about Unplugged, but for me, it was just a, yeah. So I would recommend the four first, but Unplugged has a sort of, there's why I bring it up here is because the video thing and the person sitting there might actually help some people get started or just feeling that there's a person there and seeing a person might be a thing that some people like. I don't know. Maybe people don't like that. So Unplugged works. There's videos there. Um, and there's the entire studio thing with the, with the app as well. So... It's a good app. I'm not saying that. There's just some things they need to fix. And other than that, good app. Makes sense. Uh, same price as Calm. Um, I think it's like $6.99 a year. Um, that's a US dollars. Um, $6.99 US dollars. Don't know what that is in Swedish corner because I don't know currency right now. It's all messed up. But that's cool. Those are some resources if you want to try guided meditations. I recommend Inside Tavern Plum Village because they're free and I'm broke as fuck. Uh, can I swear here? I'm broke as... Uh, um, yeah. Um, but to sort of... If if you've listened this far, I'm impressed. I, I fully think people stop listening after two minutes. But if you made it this far, cool. Uh, I'm gonna do a guided meditation now and that will be also a separate video on YouTube and on this part it will just be like a 2.5 episode I guess and it's just to sort of get out my guided meditations for people to listen to if they want to so feel free to stick around for a guided meditation if you want to uh, but before we do that I want to thank tank i want to i want to thank acast uh and their services they have a great platform that i use to sort of get my podcast out there distributed very easily i like them a lot uh there is a link uh, it is an affiliate link but if you want to start podcasting and you're up for signing up for a yearly subscription uh you receive a 25 dollar gift card on amazon uh, if you use the link in the description cool and also big shout out to Skillshare they did not sponsor this but they also have an affiliate link I just realized in the description and Skillshare is a great platform for learning uh, if you sign up with the link in the description you get two months off and yeah that's fun I guess maybe maybe not uh, also an affiliate link so I get something I get a reward for you using it uh, they do not sponsor it they don't pay me anything to sort of shout them out I just think they're great platforms that I use and I'm very comfortable talking about them because they bring me a lot of value 
um, as well as like with meditation apps. So with that said, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, and at the time of the recording this, it's 9 a.m. on a Sunday and I'm feeling super happy. Uh, I'm way too blessed to be stressed. Uh, this is Axel with the Mindful Mindset Podcast. Thank you for listening. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. Uh, if you're watching this on any other podcast platform, make sure to follow the podcast to get a notification when the latest podcast episode drops. I think you can get a notification on these. If you can, then just follow for the hell of it. And we'll grow together. And yeah, that's been the guided meditation experience I've had and how I feel about guided meditations. And I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. And let's get into the guided meditation. If you want to stay with that, stay with that. And if not, that is fine. Enjoy the rest of your day. But for those staying, um, stay. So please, please stay. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, let's just uh, take a moment because it's been an entire episode and we need to sort of just ground ourselves to this. I think you might be very exhausted at this point if you listen all this way, but I think you just, uh, here you just ground yourself to to this or press a moment and uh, calm yourself down now because now you know all of this about meditation and just sort of just having a moment to sort of feel how you feel about that so if you have water near you still grab a sip cleanse your brain with water I guess um, but let's start our practice the water break is over, yes. But here we go. So for this practice, sit however you're comfortable or lie down. Um, that's totally fine. There's no perfect way to do one thing. It's all up to you. So sit however you're comfortable and just for a moment, Make sure to correct your spine, make sure you're just sitting tall and start by taking an inhale and exhale. Once more we inhale through our nose and we exhale through our mouth. On our next exhale, we'll close our eyes. For the remainder of this practice, keep breathing through your nose. Just observe your breath for now. Just become present with the moment. As you breathe in, you may feel the cold air running through your nostrils. And when you exhale, you feel the warm air leaving your nostrils. Don't be worried if you can't feel it. Just feel the fact that you're breathing right now. It's all you need to focus on at this very moment.
So whenever you lose your focus or your mind maybe wanders off and you're just lost focus from your breath, just gently note it. Don't give it any thought. Just note it, accept it, and bring your attention back to your breathing. We're so used to just being in a world where everything moves so fast. And brain is at such speeds that it's hard for it to become still. So once you find that stillness, you're actually appreciating it. But I hope you can feel this very moment as a good moment, as a good feeling of you, yourself, and everything around you. Let your breath be the anchor that connects you down to the present moment. Let it be the thing that holds you down and keeps you still. There's so much going on in our daily lives. Everything around us. Society is moving at such speeds and we're in the middle of a crisis. So maybe just acknowledge the fact that you're healthy, you're alive at this very moment. And whatever emotions you have about this very moment and being alive at this very, this very time, accept it. Don't try to shy away from it. Just embrace it, feel it, love it, and intensify that feeling. Now, for the remainder of the practice, just let your brain go flow, flow freely. Just let it go. Let your thoughts run wild. Whatever you're thinking, let it go. And now bring your attention back. Take one last inhale, and as you exhale, you can open your eyes. Thank you for taking time out to follow me on this meditation. Follow me on my journey. May you have a blessed and wonderful day. Thank you.